Okay, we are live. And Prophet, clean your screen. Bitch, we already went over this. My <laughs> fucking screen. Yeah, God, all right, Rafa. How do you? Do I'm pissed. I I'm don't want to do this. I'm pissed. That was obviously <laughs> perfect. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the I'm pissed podcast. I will be your host on today's episode. My name is Rafa, and here in Cali are my boys. Vic, you want to present yourself? What's poppin'? It's your boy Vic from Cali, Southern Cali, of course. We West Coast through and through, baby. And then we my also turn? got Julio, yeah. What's poppin'? Uh, my name is Julio. Um, <laughs> people might my, uh, call me Jules, Buyo, Julio, just uh, any of those works. So in case they say that, they're talking about me. All right. And then we've got our friends from Texas. We got the Texas boys. We'll start with Fabian. What's going on? I somehow got nervous as soon as the recording started. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, let's do this. All right, we got Balin. What's up, everybody? It's Balin here, El Mero Mero Carpintero. Ah, shit. Ah, cabrón. Ah, <laughs> shit. We got Chris. What's poppin', guys? I'm chilling. I got nervous, so I changed into. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast. No one can see you, and you put on your best outfit. <laughs> what a spitz left. And then, last but not least, we got Edgar. What's the deal? H Town repping. Just happy to be here. Run it. All Edgar, right. you're using the uh, background, and we cannot see you at all. I don't know if you know. <laughs> all right. So, first thing. Let's get into starting a podcast. Uh, how did this come to be? I mean, we could even talk about how how we met, how we became friends. Who wants to start? Let me, uh, let me start that off, just because right. I feel like I'm a very common bond between everybody. I mean, I know everybody has their, has their differences, but I just remember being, uh, were we 18 or 19? 19. So we were 19 when we went to California for the first time as a squad, and it was really just me, Edgar, and Cole. And we went to uh, my tia Norma's house. They all met them. It was badass. Rafa was 16 at the time, very clean-shaven. Nah, I basically had no facial hair. It was super, super young, outrageously young. That's why I'm trying to see him right now. And, you know, when did it start? Probably a couple years ago, just two or three years ago, that things just got really elevated. and our relationship just skyrocketed. There's been a lot of uh, trips and experiences. And then I think the trip started when Julio and myself went to Texas and ended up being there for like one or two weeks. Uh, Started hanging out with Fabian's friends a lot. Um, And then, I mean, eventually just started all traveling together. Yeah, when the Cali boys first came to Texas, that was dope. We all That's whenever I met all you guys. Yeah. Yeah, and then, Vegas yeah, trip, Vegas. actually. Yeah. yeah, what was the first, the Vegas. Vegas trip when the CES or? Well, I remember that that Rafa went to Vegas the first time with me and Derek, and he was 20 at the time, so he wasn't able to do shit with us. Yeah. And it was right before his birthday. Oh, no, no, that's a lie. It was right after your birthday, right? So yeah, yeah a whole it was actually, year. it was the week after my birthday, so I, I yeah, just so had a whole year left, and uh and the following year is when we all went, like, I think most of most of the Texas boys ended up going, uh, even Seho went, and 
You guys are yeah. <laughs> I was there in the hotel room. You should have asked him to join. I know, for real. Special guest. He'll definitely be a guest on the podcast. Not even talk in the whole chat and the whole thing. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, shotgun a beer real quick, just to honor this podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> just because it's getting a little stale here, so we're gonna add some excitement real quick. <laughs> Cheers! I'm pissed, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Oh shit! Already. That was that was obviously something I would do. Chris, go get a beer right now. I just I had to bless go, the podcast. I would have to go leave and buy a six pack. I Chris, have tug that whiskey. Drink. Oh my god! All right, so getting back into this podcast, uh, most of us play Xbox together. So basically, talk every night, and I mean, we're always coming up with you know random ideas. We got business ideas. We do a lot of sports talk. So. A few movie ideas. Movie we also ideas. have a lot to say with our opinions about sports, women, a little bit of drugs, the entertainment business, the music business, of course. And yeah, so that's how this podcast came to be. Um, and speaking of sports, do you guys want to get into our first question? Yeah, let's, let's do that. All right. So with everything going on right now, how do you guys think Empty arenas will affect sports. Can I start? Right, I want to start that one. Oh, you want to start ahead, that one? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go. I'll go after. All right. Um, I think it's gonna affect the players a lot, like in their men in their like psyche, the way they play, and it'll become more like gym basketball. You know what I mean? It's not so much like a in a huge crowd where the when the crowd goes wild, the um, the players, you know, they get happy and they feel good. So there's going to be no crowd, no people to make them, you know, feel like that. So they're just going to get more mad at each other and be more like in a closed gym basketball sesh, you know, where people are going hard and they're getting mad at each other and talking shit. And, you know, I don't think it's going to be as uh, fun to watch either. Well, why wouldn't it be fun? Wouldn't that cause more elite play if they're well, actually – you know, having confrontation with each other, trying to, you know, almost in a sense, I'm out bettering you, but these are the best people in the world doing that in the gym, opposed to, you know, to nobody's at pals. Because they're, the rules, I don't think, would allow it. Like, if they could get in any kind of little scuffle in the NBA, like, you get in trouble real quick. So I'm going to jump in. I'm going to jump in and say, I think that, you know, this is probably an unpopular opinion. Uh, but I got to say that I think I feel that athletes are already way overpaid. Um, so I think that the, 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 the whole idea with the empty I stadiums and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like they get paid regardless, right? Whether they, whether there's fans or not, if they play, they get, they get paid. And I think that, you know, the fans does add to the sports game. It does add hype. It does have, you know, an effect on the players. However, I think that in a situation that we're in right now, it shouldn't matter. And, um, you know, it, it's just more about the team making money, about the people buying the jerseys, about the people showing up and having hot dogs and beers and the stands and stuff like that. I, I think it would be selfish if the players um, let it affect them to a, to a point where it's not fun. Okay. So I feel like when it comes to the em empty arenas, I'm very like, indecisive of whether I like it or not because I feel like it, it goes by sport right so like when it comes to like 
MMA, boxing, I feel like no fans would be would make the sport way better. Yeah, um, in the sense that if you're you know you're watching you're watching it from home, and you can literally hear everything they're saying to each other. You can hear every punch, every kick, everything, literally everything you're hearing. You can hear their coaches telling them what to do. Um, it's like you're basically there front row. Um, so I feel like taking away the fans that are there in person in order to better better it for everybody else that's watching at home would be so, like, badass, I think. Um, but also, when it comes to sports like soccer and, you know, basketball, like, imagine winning game seven of the NBA finals and running up to literally nobody watching you. Like yeah, like if, like if Ray Allen hit that three and no exactly. crowd went wild. Exactly. So yeah. It'd be stale. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's kind of crazy. Um, like I said, I think it goes by sport. I think every sport should look at it and be like, is it better for us to have fans or not have fans? And they should like go from there, I would say. I think that the issue is not if it's more entertaining than that. Because, I mean, the reason people are not at the event is a safety concern. You know, just that's, that's obviously priority number one. So I don't think there should be any fans unpopular opinion i guess at the events um and i definitely see both sides of it the ray allen point was perfect because man i would fucking hate that if you were just like i'm a god but no one was there to see it or no one was there to celebrate with you but at the same time i mean you can see a lot of different sports or athletes becoming even more elite because they're able to focus more without the maybe negativity from from crowds at the same way that you look at the positivity if you eliminate the negativity it may help the players in a different way i, um, I promise you Shaq would have scored a free throw would have been a for better free throw percent <laughs> shooter if there was no fans that's facts yeah, maybe who knows them. but uh, also you know there may not have been as many badass dunks too yeah yeah i i feel it's like interesting. interesting when it comes to this question though i took it more as in uh post coronavirus right so like that's the way i addressed it but oh, i get what you're saying I yeah i meant like once this is all over and you can't have fans back at the stadiums like i feel like some sports shouldn't have fans there permanently I, I think i i don't think that even if we get past i mean when we get past this corona thing i don't think that any any sports organization will ever participate in in, in in not having it fans it's just yeah, it's a business side of things you know what i mean you have to think yeah. about all the revenue that's get brought in from, from yeah, people showing up ramp stadium mm-hmm. to your point they get paid so much they're overpaid it's because of that you know all, a lot of money goes towards entertainment so so my question and just to clarify real quick julio the the sport that you gave as an example was mma right that yeah. if there was no fans to you it'd be better because you could hear everything yeah Hopefully, and I think that one thing that we could uh, you know think about too is that a whole year of not having any fans at sports is going to lead to adaptation and evolving, right? So in what you're saying right now where maybe they'll get the best aspects of not having any fans to where they make the cage essentially soundproof or they put you know a lot more emphasis on what you can hear inside the cage. Um, I think a lot, a lot of positive is going to come from it once we're out of this to where uh, either it's new technology or new regulation or whatever it is. You know? I, I want to go ahead and, and add to that point that Fabian just said, because I think that you got to think about how funny the conversations would be, for example, in an NBA. When you see Westbrook and, and Damian Litter, you know, going back and forth, talking shit to each other, you can actually hear what they're saying. 
and and it, it's true. It goes back to you know having that that street basketball, that that gym basketball. It might even it might even make it more appealing to watch because you can hear them talking shit to each other. Yeah, which that rem- I think would hilarious. That reminds me of the like mic'd up sessions in football. I don't know if you've seen those. Yeah. On, like <laughs> yeah. on YouTube, dude. Those are hilarious, bro. But um, the the only hearing the people with whatever they do on the sport in MMA, that's crazy. I didn't think about that because those kicks and they sound crazy when they land right, man. Yeah, for sure. That's bro, be, it, that it, would it, be dope. I, I, me and Julio have and, gone, and I'm gonna like do a little light flex real quick. John Jones versus uh, Gustafson two. We were there and we heard it, and you can hear it from the stands. I can only imagine if fans weren't there, those powerful kicks to the gut would just sound disgusting, you know, and it would just hype everybody up. I mean, yeah, I agree that 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 would be dope. Yeah, like it, I guess hopefully be- it would lead to uh, mic patches. That would be sick. Yeah, for sure. That'd be crazy. Speaking of MMA. I think they're going to be one of the first people to come back. And uh, Julio's telling me about what Dana White has planned. Do you want to talk about that? Um, yeah, so, I mean, I feel like a lot of us already know. Um, but basically, Dana White is going to – is, like, bought or rented an island. And he's basically making a uh, – like, an, an arena for them to host MMA fights, which is ridiculous. And he said that supposedly he's going to be able to fly in people from – all over the world, like all the fighters from all over the world into that uh, private island because it's a private island and it's not part of like the U.S., it's not part of any other country. Uh, so he's going to be able to fly everybody in, um, you know, everybody that wants to actually fight, you know, because some people are refusing to fight right now because of the virus. But he's going to be able to fly them in and they're going to be able to fight each other. And basically, it's going to kind of have to be like the way that I, like, I talked about, that where it's just the fighter maybe their manager, the referee, and the camera people. Um, I, that, I, that's it. I think the most badass thing about that is that it takes me back to that first Mortal Kombat movie when they got shipped to the island and they had all these, right. these fights. And, it, and I think that is the most badass thing that you can do. I think Dana White is a fucking genius. Is that, is that already set up? It's supposed to open next month, bro. They're supposed to next start in month? May oh. 18th, I think, or something like that. Yeah. May 9th or May 18th, something um, like that. Also, can we talk about how Dana White is a fucking goat? I mean, just unstoppably, no, unapologetically, just who's making sure we get entertainment is beautiful. Is there a first fight set up yet or no? Who who sanctions that post- fight, though? Like, if it's technically... Dana like, White does, dude. <laughs> it's his island, bro. He's like, he's like he's I am the owner of everything here. I'm sure he has. I am a god. So so here's my here's my thought about this whole Dana White thing, though, right? So yeah, he's badass. I think he's fucking dope as fuck (laughs) for doing all that shit. But let's not forget that he's doing all of this because of how much revenue it's gonna bring to MMA once this is all said and done. Because right now there is zero sports. Right now there is zero sports, and people are dying to to watch some sports and if mma is the only sport available people are gonna watch it even if you don't watch mma you're gonna yeah. want to watch mma because you want to watch a sport you have not I'd watch, sport I'd watch in months right you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah yeah that's just gonna- crazy man. I'm gonna I'm gonna shotgun the second beer in honor of Eddie. <laughs> sick, sick, sick. 
<laughs> cheers, boys. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Bro, I'm gonna shotgun some fucking Girl Scout cookies. I've watched I've watched reruns of like games, football games, and some basketball games. Some they all piss me off. Obviously, being a Houston fan. Oh, speaking of guys, <laughs> how about the? Uh, did anybody watch the uh, MJ documentary? Anybody watch the first two episodes? But I know you got like thirteen parts. No. I got discouraged after I saw that it was 10 episodes, and I said, I'm just going to wait until they all come out so I can binge watch 10 hours of it. Is it on Netflix? Nah, it's on uh, ESPN right now. Do they talk about his sweatshop? okay. No plug. (laughs) What? Apparently, they talk about uh, a cocaine party. Wow. Oh, yeah, well, they talk about it every year. I'm pissed I wasn't invited. I'm pissed. (laughs) Imagine doing blow with MJ. Uh, he shit. said that he went to his room, he went to like his room his teammates' locker room because he was trying to find them, like in like after a game, and he and he knocked on oh, the door sure. and they opened it and it was like pretty much all of his teammates with like women and all and like you know coke and weed. And likely never, story, you know, Michael Jordan. Likely <laughs> story. Or, what a yeah, go! He definitely arranged it. <laughs> and he said after that that he uh he he never hung out with them really. He just stayed to himself and just you know pooped. Oh yeah, and yeah. Ended yeah, up becoming the goat at at that point. But his uh, rookie year, he was the goat. His he was probably snorting game, lines before every game. Too. I think they were saying the Bulls were like the Flint Tropics before he got there. Like they were Obviously, on the verge of, of leaving. What I got from that season. is that doing cocaine makes you the best basketball player <laughs> in the world. <laughs> you know, you know the uh, Bulls logo, how it has that smoke coming out. That's not smoke; it's blow. <laughs> All I know is uh, Anderson Silva did steroids. Uh, Michael Phelps did weed. So my, Michael Jordan had to have done coke. You know, yeah, everybody has yeah. their drug. That's I'm going to go ahead and agree <laughs> with that hypothesis. Yeah. I can't disagree <laughs> with that. I got to hit up uh, what's fucking Tom Brady and see what's up with him. Because you know he's doing something. Yo, dude, that's crazy. Obviously, that, that dude is on crack, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady's on some super drug, dude, and now he That'd has Gronkowski he in Tampa. You know what oh he's smoking? He, he's smoking that Walter White Big Blue, that blue magic shit. You know how many people would start smoking crack after that if they found out that was Tom what Brady? Is? Oh, I'm pissed. I'm pissed thinking about that right now. Bro, I would start smoking crack if Tom he better Brady never. He better crack. never come out and say that he's smoking crack. No, he's Dude, not. He has super drugs, bro. That's true. All right, let's talk about what has us all here. What gave us the push to start a podcast and why we are in Zoom instead of in the same rooms. We are in quarantine because of coronavirus. So coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> I just want to bring up Hey, I, did y'all say that at the same time? <laughs> Chris, our audience is not gonna understand any inside joke you say. <laughs> that's facts bro okay so just talk about your girl name just today i saw that the fda approved the first at-home test kit which i think is going to give a second spike to numbers because you really don't know who has it only the people that have been tested can be confirmed but how many people have it that have not been tested so i think facts I've heard that the tests that they're making for them don't really test for an actual virus. It's just for uh, symptoms that come close with it. 
So I think the numbers are already bullshit. Imagine can how re- many people are going to mishandle that Thank shit. You, and then it's going to get more people sick. Can I read you guys this little uh, uh, poem by uh, Weisage Gerald that I came across that uh, is really, I think, just the epitome of how we should think about this whole coronavirus thing. I'm going to go ahead and read it to you guys. Ready? Give me one second. So it says, we fell asleep in one world and woke up in another. Suddenly, Disney is out of magic. Paris is no longer romantic. New York doesn't stand up anymore. The Chinese wall is no longer a fortress and the Mecca is empty. Hugs and kisses suddenly become weapons and not visiting parents and friends becomes an act of love. Suddenly you realize the power, that power, beauty, and money are worthless and, you, and can't get you the, the one thing we're fighting for, oxygen. The world continues and life is beautiful. It only puts humans in cages and I think it's sending us a message. We are not necessary. The air, earth, water, and sky without you are fine. When we come back, remember, that we are a guest and not its masters. Did y'all almost cry? Because I almost cried. <laughs> that was good. That was good. I like that. That was yeah, a deep shower. I like the note it ends on. You went deep, Vic. I had to. I like the note it ends on because, you know, it, it ends with positivity that this is going to end. But it's also a reminder, like, you know, if you don't. Don't forget. Are you going to let me talk or what's up? I'm sorry. <laughs> if you don't do what you have to do, you can be back in this situation. You know, Big so thanks, bro. Don't, don't take for granted when, when we're out of this, you know, shit show. It's true. And I, I think we have to be more conscious about the, the imprint that we leave on this earth and just, you know, our influence in, in something that it's true. We are guests, you know, and, and we've been in this earth so young. We're, we are a young species in this earth. However, we have been the most damaged. And I think that we need to take that into consideration. Yeah. You know, if, uh, think, if there's one thing that... As human no, beings I, on no, earth, I yes. I don't, I don't think... Oh, no, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you meant our generation. No, 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 no. As human beings, just in general. The history yeah, of human no, beings Yeah, no, absolutely. We're, we're definitely garbage. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But um, if, like, any, if anything that, that I, I feel people should take in consideration or do after all this shit is over, it's, like, if what the pollution maps and what people are saying or research are saying about pollution is true, then, then to just for governments and countries to just like give people some time or do this type of shit, you know, stay home and like don't go to work and just reduce for a certain amount of time, you know, like say quarterly, like two weeks quarterly to reduce the amount of pollution and and uh, to I don't know what what do you mean how do you say it to um, improve the air quality? Yeah, I think that this quarantine has definitely taught us just just how much waste we produce for no reason because right I mean, exactly I, I know i at some point had a four-hour commute for work that i could have done at home and you know i would drive two hours one way sit in an office on my laptop when i could have just stayed home and done the same thing but you know that four-hour drive multiplied by all the people driving through los angeles really does start to affect the environment that that's another thing that i I think also not enough companies are i mean obviously it's the way of the future um staying at home and working but a lot of companies are are opposed to that where they they feel like they have to have that control that micromanaging control of having 
employees at, at, at the office. And, and some of these jobs, you don't really need to be in the office and it's just causing more traffic, more pollution, more gas that's burning, more trash that's being pr produced. And I think the way of the future is that, like Balin said, we, we need to stay home, you know, for maybe four day work, four day work weeks. Um, and, you know, certain period, you know, maybe a, a weekend a year, two weekends a year where everybody has to stay home, you know, just do our, our part to help the earth a little bit. That, that, that was something I wouldn't be mad to see implemented, you know, if it's, if it's for the greater good and if it will help. Facts, you know. That is interesting. Yeah, that is interesting to make like mandatory two weeks, or like or mandatory week, or some amount of time. You know, I'm sure they'll come up with the amount of time that's reasonable and that'll have an actual effect if they decide to do it. But I think it would be a good idea, you know. Yeah, there's a balance. Because where I know where we live, I, it's there's terrible air quality. Like if you check your weather app, it will say. Um, you know, um, I think it says bad air quality for for sensitive groups. That's what it will say. Like, what the fuck? What does that yeah, mean? A, you know, <laughs> that says a lot in Pasadena. Yeah. Texas. And then, I mean, we can look at the bright side of this quarantine. Those stimulus checks just hit. Hey, I made one of the sickest fucking islands on Animal Crossing ever. You better <laughs> save that shit for a camera, dude, instead of spending that shit on. Animal Crossing. I'm going to get pissed. I'm already like, it's, it's okay. too you late. You can't even put money on Animal Crossing, but I have For real? Show, but yeah, no. you have to earn that shit. Well, I applaud I don't you. believe it. All right, I feel like I should not way to the top, Chris. Yeah, when it comes to, when it comes to the stimulus check, I feel like it's like everything. You know, some people, it's going to be good for some people, and then for others, it's going to suck ass. And I feel like for... um for like people that are from a certain state where 1200 is a shit ton of money it's like super nice uh but for some people that live in like california 1200 is like nothing right um for sure and then on top of that like you know there's people that are working full-time and still getting that 1200 while on the other hand there's people that aren't working literally go from 60 hours a week weeks. 60 hours a week to literally nothing and are only getting 1200 for a month. I, I think it's true. I also think that it's kind of um, funny that other countries or, or, or other things are, they're paying, you know, people $2,000 a month or they're giving people weekly checks and stuff like that. And I think that um, our $1,200 stimulus check is the, the lowest of options compared to everybody else around the world. Yeah, so so there's two things on that for sure. I heard that the way that they calculated the 1200 was by doing the 725 by four 40 hour weeks, um, because it was the minimum wage. You know, it's the national minimum wage. Um, on top of that, I completely agree with you, Julio. It's really just perspective. Like, it, if you're not working at all and 1200, that's you know, it's nothing if you're earning five thousand dollars a week normally. But if in, if you're making even the half of the income that you were making before. An additional 1200 is definitely beneficial. You also have to see it from the fact that this is a completely unprecedented event. You know, like this has never happened before, at least not never, but never within the last uh, 100 years. years. Is that accurate? You could say 100. I think the no. last one was 12, 1912. Was that correct? Wasn't, didn't something like this happen like in the 50s or something like that? Yeah, like, yeah that's the Spanish, Spanish flu. World War, World War II. The Spanish flu. No, that, was in the, that was in 1918. The Spanish flu was in 1918, but I think there was something similar that happened like this, like some sometime in the mid 
in the mid 1900s, like in 1950, like right after World War II, I want to say. Disclaimer: yeah. I don't know shit. Yeah, well, I mean, either I think, way, like, do you imagine? Like, it hasn't been a long. It's been a long time. You're right, and we have with the with advances in technology, as one would say. Um, you would think that something like this would never happen. At least I never thought that we'd see something like this. This is shit you see in the movies. You or, know? or at least but, that you would be slightly more prepared. But, I mean, really, it's just the fact that this has never happened before. They have no idea what is going to help. Like, I mean, the fact that they just injected $1.5 trillion into the stock market and nothing happened. You know, they were like, oh, shit. Well, this is obviously a different beast than we've ever dealt with before. What do we have to do now? They've never right. sent out $1,200 or even any amount of money to just, in, you know, to everybody, basically. Um, and that shit's, that shit's crazy. And ever since we've been locked down, what are some things that you guys, you know, do on a normal basis that you haven't been able to, you know? Just hearing Edgar talk, that's for sure. <laughs> Where you at, Edgar? Edgar, you're so muted. I'm pissed. You I hate y'all. I am not asleep. All right, Edgar. <laughs> what do you miss doing ever since you got locked down? Honestly, just going out to like going out to eat, going to do normal things, like just the little things, seeing my boys. You know, just those 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 things you do here and there that are just yeah, just chilling, not necessarily going out per se, but seeing people in public and you know, just the normal stuff. That's kind of the the big thing right there. I I think that it it puts things into perspective. A lot of things that we take for granted, human interaction. You know, not picking up that call where your friend's hitting you up. Or, or I don't feel like going out and have anxiety, whatever the fuck. All of that shit that's, that's beautiful that we, we take for granted because it's so available. You know, I also hate the fact that, you know, we're pissed that we can't go out because finally nobody, we're not allowed to go out. But as soon as we're able to go out, everybody's going to want to just be home and chill in and watch Netflix. It, I, I think it's such a shit show. I I hate going out personally. My biggest thing is definitely the fact that we can't travel. Like, I know we all love travel so that's what that's the biggest impediment i think on the entire squad so we can't even like see each other realistically you know? yeah, yeah that's my number one thing for sure being able to travel um even even just city to city kind of yeah because i mean like we literally have hung out like either we you guys came to cali or we went to texas like three times in the last year or four times before just before the just quarantine three, i feel like i saw yeah. you within you know yeah. Well, obviously, the Cali boys are fucking big, big champs because we only went to Texas back-to-back weekends. You know, it ain't no thing, so. <laughs> that is facts. That is big facts. For I sure. have yet to see Chris in California, though. I'm just going to throw it out Damn. there. Damn. Oh, Damn. that is facts. On the podcast, call me out. <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> on uh, I just want to see you in California, bro. I want you to get some, 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 some tanning, you know, get in the real beach, you know, all that shit. I, I would love to see Chris be in Cali weather. We even had that San Diego trip planned, and then we had a we had to oh, cancel that a week before. Remember because yeah. of the lockdown. Um, but yeah, I Bravo, was, you need to put a light in front of you. Chris, Chris nobody's going to see the Nobody video. Can see me. Oh, just a little, just a little <laughs> insight. If we ever blow up on this, uh, we are constantly traveling to see each other. Half the the podcast is from Texas. The other half is from Cali. 
we we make a strong effort to to you know be able to travel and just be fucking reckless together in a good way um as often as we can yeah i would have to say that i miss traveling the most uh this quarantine really fucked me over because i was supposed to spend this summer in europe obviously that is probably not gonna happen um that would be the worst place to be at bro I mean, yeah, but would you go, Rafa, if if everything like just kind of went to halfway back to normal, and they, you know, I, I, can you travel to Europe right now? As of now, no. But the thing is, well, if they open by the time, if you can, by the time that you know your trip is set, will you go? Would you go? So the thing is, this trip is gonna cost me, you know, a few thousand dollars, and obviously, I would book everything ahead of time, and. Even if they open the borders and I can travel there, it's not looking great for things to be going on there. A lot of countries, Uh, I think uh, the Netherlands just pushed back their soccer league until September. And yeah, because of the people, for a long time, yeah, because of the people I was going with, we were going to hit up a few games, you know, in England and Netherlands and uh, Denmark. So that would be canceled. I was supposed to do a seven-day festival in Budapest, which is Not probably going to get canceled. I was going to see Bad Bunny in Ibiza, which probably isn't going to happen. So if I were to make the trip all the way out there, I probably wouldn't even have anything to do. So I'm, I'm better off just canceling and going some other time. Um, yeah. But also, uh, I think I, – I don't know if I sent you guys a picture. I put it on Twitter about uh, the city of Venice filling the skate park with sand. Dude, they did Yeah, well, didn't they do that I in Venice that. Beach? Yeah, yeah skate Venice park. Skate Park, the the park that's on the yeah. shore, they filled it with sand so nobody can skate it. So, I mean, they haven't done that to my local park, but my local park is closed. And, I mean, you don't really want to sneak in because you'll be locked in a park, and if a cop pulls up, you're done. They took, they took all the basketball goals out of the parks in Houston. Yeah. Yeah, and then I think my last. Hey, uh, hey, Balin, what what's a basketball goal? What do you mean? What's a basketball goal? Like the goal, the backboard, and the hoop. Oh, you mean a basketball court? Yeah. Well, not the whole court. You can't take away the whole court. The That's whole also court. not accurate. Man. <laughs> what a terrible thing to call him out on. <laughs> Makes like you're wrong. This is another thing that's wrong. <laughs> that's exactly what I was gonna say. Two words of my mouth. Uh, hey, friends, don't let each other do stupid things alone, bro. I had to just, you know. Those facts. All right. So before I was rudely interrupted, I wanted to say my last thing. <laughs> uh, my last thing would be. So there's kind of like a. There's kind of like a curfew right now. Uh, I think between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m., you could get pulled over just for being out in the streets. And it's been raining these past few days. So usually when it rains, I'll go out at midnight, one, two in the morning and slide my car around. And I can't do that anymore because if I get stopped for any reason, that's a ticket just for being out without a reason. So that's another thing that's really sucked. You can't say you had a toilet paper? Uh, stores are closed. They have a curfew as well. So you, not when he's people don't have a, a a good reason to be out. Um, you know, unless you're commuting to work. And I think your job is forced to give you a letter um, that you're allowed to show cops and say, "Oh, I'm on my way to or from work." So there's a curfew here in Houston like that, and then like they like people who are essential, they've gotten letters from work. But um, I've seen a lot of people out even past the curfew time and. 
I've, I've seen cops out too. And I didn't even realize not, they they're not really. They're not really. You see exactly. They're not really making a big deal out of that shit here. Yeah, big facts. I've been dropping my girlfriend over there one in the morning. Big shout out to my girl. Of course well, you have, Chris. If your job hasn't told y'all, I want y'all to know you are essential. <laughs> oh, thank you, Vic. And I think that has to do with we in Cali were locked down, I want to say at least three weeks before anything started happening in Texas. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so much closer to China, I guess, right? When I was over there, that's whenever they the first case was at LAX. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so I, I think that definitely p- plays a role. Um, we're like ahead in it. And even on top of that, California set out some rules. And then Los Angeles County is actually the one that enforced, you know, even stronger rules, such as anytime you're not in your house, you have to wear a face mask. And I think right after LA County, I want to say maybe two or three days later, San Bernardino County, which is near LA County, enforce that and it's just kind of so they're enforcing that by law the the face mask thing yeah it's a it's a thousand dollar fine if you don't have a face mask oh shit even if you're walking outside your house around the block you need a face mask while driving you need to be wearing your face mask obviously grocery stores always that is crazy inside your house even if you're on your front lawn i think you got to be wearing a face mask Dude, Ventura that is County nothing how it yesterday is just eased, just relaxed on those laws. They actually opened up beaches and they opened up parks and they actually are now allowing groups of five. Um, I'm not fully. A part. You don't I, think I that's the right move with that? What's up? You don't think that's the right move? I don't think it's the right move just because like we spoke about earlier, there's still people out that have Corona that don't know that they have it. And I think that yeah, a second sure. wave and a third wave is only bound to happen because we are rushing the opening of the economy and small businesses and, and parks and all that shit. Yeah, that's crazy because um, I know they I know in Mexico and Jalisco, they actually just started doing the those kind of um, enforcing those rules by law, you know, the face mask law or whatever. Uh, what, you have to wear your face mask everywhere you go. But man, even here, like I would think that they would be more strict about it here in Houston, but I feel like the police knows that people are fucking crazy here. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think they could enforce any things on people because I've been going to the grocery store, you know, as much as I've had to, and I've been out and not wearing face masks, and nobody, I haven't seen anybody get fined or like stopped or in trouble for not abiding by the certain rules that are implemented. I don't know if I think they just it, don't give a fuck or if they just know that, like, I don't know. I think it has people a lot to crazy. do. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that you guys are a red state. And, you know, like, for example, in, in Washington, <laughs> it, all, these, all these dudes are protesting about staying at home, which is literally, I think, in my opinion, the dumbest thing. How are you protesting? That's retarded, yeah. It's stupid. It's literally so dumb, bro. Like, I, 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 can't, I, I can't even fathom that these people are pissed about staying at home when there's a pandemic. You know, thousands of people are dying. And all of these states wanting to open. And then Trump tweeting liberate this state liberate that state it, it's literally it's fucking it's fuckery it's, it's dumb yeah they're starting to hold rallies i just saw one in huntington beach so there was people there wearing face masks saying like you know this is all a lie um let me back to work this that and you know everyone's got rocking their maga hats obviously trump supporters and but they're wearing face masks 
Exactly. These cats been ignorant, bro. Yeah, so I think opening – so I think um, – I mean, California isn't really a great example. Um, I wouldn't know which countries to give a, as an example, though, but there are a few countries that caught on early. Everyone knows America caught on super late. Some countries caught on super early. They shut everything down instantly. And, you know, there's, there's, there's countries that are getting like single or double digit cases per day or per week. You know, they say South America, South yeah. America is, is, is extraordinarily doing well with this because I don't, I don't know what it is, but I guess not many uh, international travel from those countries, but I, I know the numbers are low, like yeah so way that, lower than that's an example even right even mexico though right even mexico has been like one of the Me best countries yeah it's still pretty big though mexico is like geographically big so they still have a lot of population you know so they'll still get a kind of a high number but it's it is also drastically low lower than the united states comparatively um, yeah yeah i yeah. think the move for the u.s would be instead of you know letting these people work, letting these people work, you know, setting these rules on these people and separating everything. They should have just taken everything and everybody shut everything down and, you know, two, three weeks do absolutely nothing. And then the virus just dies out because now you've got these people that can break the rules because, you know, for example, um, People can be driving around doing whatever they want, driving to their friends' houses. And if they get pulled over, they'll say, oh, I'm going to work. But if there was, you know, a huge nationwide thing shutting the entire country down for those two to three weeks, nobody would have any excuse to go out. So you, you basically have to save people from their own stupidity. Because, I mean, there's all those That's videos hard. from fucking Florida spring break where people were celebrating spring break, you know no protection while this nothing. is all going on yeah yeah while this is all going on killing you know tens of thousands oh i mean hundreds of thousands of people i think now so i think shutting everything down to the point where if you're out you can get pulled over because you know why would you be out at all because now at, at the point we are now you've got some people locked in some people out in the world and the virus is still spreading so you've got small businesses shutting down for who knows how long waiting for the virus to die down in the in the world that's still functioning and instead of all that you could have just kept everyone locked in for a short amount of time let it die out and be done with it i'm not i'm not sure that it would have been a short amount of time though rafa i think that this virus would it would just continue i mean it wouldn't it wouldn't take 3 or 4 weeks of doing that even if they cut on early i don't but the, I, but the virus lasts 14 days. That is the time that it dies out. So if everyone is in their house being sick or in the hospital, if they have to be, let it die out there. And, but the, the problem is... Like you said, how do you save people from their own stupidity, though? You lock them down. You shut everything down. Everything. down There's still so much shit open. You got cannabis stores that are open because they're essential. You got grocery Damn right. stores that are packed, especially when this started. You didn't have any toilet paper at any store because everyone was trying to stock up for, you know, the Isn't end of that time. weird? Toilet paper? What the fuck? Yeah, so you've got 
you know, you had that huge spike in people buying groceries. So in that time, it was the worst time to go buy shit because stores were packed and it was peak spread season because it, it was just coming out and all of a sudden everyone's making contact at grocery stores or pumping gas or whatever it may be. All right. I think that is going to end our first episode. Um, I want to add a little quick disclaimer. I'll throw this part at the beginning of the video. Our audience, yes, we know this episode is ass, but we can only go up from here. <laughs> so if you're a fan now, just know that we're watching. We will address all the issues that came up on this podcast. Um, some people talk too much. Some people talk not enough. Edgar. A lot of people talked over each other. We had a lot of mics rubbing, so... We'll figure that out for the next episode, but thank you all for tuning in. Somebody's child came in halfway through the conversation. <laughs> what do you mean we talk too much, dude? I'm pissed. Like I'm literally pissed. This is a podcast. <laughs> Rick is like, why are you going to attack me like that? Dude, there's eight It's of literally us. a podcast. <laughs> hey, you, guys, you guys talk way too much on this podcast. What a slut. I said some people talk too much. Like, some people didn't Rick talk is obviously the culprit. <laughs> Vic, oh, he feels attacked right now. Vic was like, Rafa, did he just say my name right now? I feel, I feel so attacked. I feel so attacked, bro. I'm just trying to spice this shit up. Vic put oh, on nice. that shoe so quick. He's like, I don't know why I bother. He goes, Vic, don't come, don't come back next week. All right, boys. Let's uh, Later. thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, Obviously, we're fun. still pissed. I'm pissed that it took us this long to be creative and do something productive. <laughs> I'm, I'm pissed, pissed that I almost it took, ended it too early. I'm pissed that it took a pandemic for us to start being productive. Why well, do I don't feel like we only covered two subjects?